Welcome to the Moms on Maternity YouTube show and podcast. I'm Amy Cruz, the founder of Mom. Today we have on the founders of Berkeley Maternity, uh, Lauren Heller and Hillary Colum. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hi, we're great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So your company officially launched in December for maternity wear. Is it just, is it really just leggings right now or is it more than leggings? Yeah. Right now, so we, like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we launched in December. Um, you know, as we were developing Berkeley, we had obviously a long list of products that we wanted to develop. We started with what we think are is really the foundational element of the maternity wardrobe, which is the perfect pair of leggings. So we have two different styles of leggings right now and are in the process of developing the perfect top to go with them. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. What, now, what makes your leggings different than what's already on the market? What makes them perfect? Well, I mean, I think there's two things. So we have, I mean, for us, you know, with building Berkeley clothing, it was really important. Um, we really wanted to focus on maternity activewear. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that we found there just wasn't really high quality maternity activewear in the market. Like it exists, but it's, you know, kind of what we term like our like throwaway items. Like, so like is it like Lululemon like quality? Yes. Yes. yes, that's our goal. We were like, why doesn't Lululemon or Athleta like have maternity clothing? Like you should have the access to the same quality and like functionality of activewear when you're pregnant as before pregnancy. And I think it's like, I was like shocked that that didn't exist on the market. And it's like, yes, maternity activewear exists, but not in that quality. What's so I think like- between the two leggings that you have launched with? And just to like, uh, what Lauren mentioned earlier uh, uh, was, you know, the company was created, uh, the idea happened what, two or three years ago. And then you guys did so much work to probably figure out the right production partner, the right design, the right quality. Cause I mean, she, she mentioned it took two two to three years to actually like get it to the market so um, I definitely want to hear about like everything that went into that but really quick what's the difference between the two final designs that are public right now go ahead Hills I can I can take the rest after okay. that, that question. <laughs> um, yeah so we have two distinct styles that we launched with so we have um what we call the Janie legging which is our like it's kind of like your signature over the belly maternity legging, it has that full panel. Our Janie legging, that panel is super supportive, but it's also designed to fold down if you don't want as full coverage. And also it's designed to help take you through postpartum. So you don't always have to have that full panel up. So it has they the ruching. They are, so they're seven eighth, both, they're all seven eighth length for us, you know, as we were going through the full length is like a little bit long. We didn't want to have a true crop. So it's that traditional seven eighth length. Um, and then our second style is the Cindy legging. And this is prop, this is something that doesn't exist on the market. And what the Cindy is, it's your traditional high-waisted legging, um, but designed with really soft elastic insets on the side, similar to what you would find in like your maternity jeans, but you really don't see it in activewear. So if you are a mom who doesn't love the overbelly panel, we wanted to give you an option too. Also, we find that some of our moms seem to prefer it like earlier in pregnancy. And again, it's great for postpartum when you need that little extra give as your body is kind of readjusting. Wow, sounds amazing. So how, what went into getting from idea to we're selling these leggings? <laughs> yeah, so, the, so yeah, just to, um, you know, take a little step back 
just in terms of like how we actually got here. So the idea for Berkeley came when I was pregnant with my daughter, Layton, who's four now. So it was about five, five, four and a half, five years ago. So is she your only child at this moment? She is. Cool. And what about you, Hillary? I'm working on it. So we've been, we've been trying for two oh years. Gosh, so we're working. And you, you co-founded a maternity line before even, so that's, you guys are, you guys were friends then before. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Sorry, Lauren, continue. Yeah. Hillary knows more about pregnancy than <laughs> anyone would I ever want to know. Well, that's exciting, Hillary. Okay. Lauren, please. Um, yeah. So the idea came during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and truly, you know, I mistakenly made the assumption that I'd be able to find high quality maternity active wear the same as I would expect. Um, not when I was pregnant and I, cried a lot in a lot of fitting rooms, never found anything even remotely like what I expected I'd be able to find, resorted to the classic desperation move that I feel like so many pregnant women make, which is buying something non-maternity that was two sizes too big that, you know, didn't really fit, didn't look good, and, and certainly wasn't comfortable. Um, and I shared my struggle with Hillary. We did a ton of research and, ended up deciding to start Berkeley, not just to fill the the gap in the market, but also to ensure that no woman ever had to have that same experience that I did. How'd you come up with the name Berkeley? Um, The Berkeley is actually my middle name and my mom's first name. Um, Everything everything about Berkeley is really centered around empowering women. You know, we created a maternity product, but every single aspect of that journey and the way that a woman feels about herself during pregnancy is at the center of every single decision that we make. As such, the company and all of our products are named after important women in our lives. Okay, so cool. yeah, so the idea of that. definitely, I think we understand, you know, you identify there's like a gap in the market, which is yeah. it was true. I mean, I think we all saw that gap and see that gap. Um, yeah. And it's, but then it's so hard to bring a product to market. So talk about that. Yeah. I mean, Hills, you can jump in, but I mean, I, we kind of joke in the early days of Berkeley, we would get together with our laptops and sit down at like someone's dining room table and go, okay, what do we do now? (laughs) Um, it started really, you know, the, the, the first part of the development of the product started by really honing in on exactly what we wanted to make. So, so really defining those two leggings that Hillary talked about. Um, and then we started by, you know, like meeting with a lot of people in the product development industry and finding someone in Dallas that, you know, used to work with Hillary that helped us and those initial design stages. Um, and then I mean, what is Hillary? What's your professional background then? So both of us, so Lauren and I actually like to like rewind. We both have, um, a lot of retail experience. So, um, we've met working at Neiman Marcus and, um, I was a couture buyer for Neiman Marcus for many years. So, um, having an understanding of obviously like we both have an understanding of high quality. I mean, we're making activewear, we're not making couture, but have an understanding of high quality construction and, you know, a way the product should fit and feel. So I think, you know, that's another part of this that like really played into this. Like we're really tactile. brought that up. So how, what is the quick kind of rule of thumb? How do you know if something's quality or not? 
I mean, I think it, you know, it, it, there's not necessarily a quick roll of thumb, unfortunately. I think a lot of it has to do, you know, with the feel and the fabric. And so I think like, you know, as Lauren was saying with the development process, first we started with like, what do these want to be? And then I think the next biggest hurdle for us was what is the fabric? Cause that's like the, that's the foundation of your product. Like if you don't have the right fabric, like it's not going to work. So that was, um, I would say one of like the biggest challenges to bringing it to market was really the time we spent finding fabric because we knew what we wanted. We knew what we wanted to feel like, um, fabric has like a lot of different qualities. I mean, uh, the feel you have, like the weight, you have the elasticity, what it's made of. So we knew what we wanted it to be from a feel standpoint. And like, we knew we wanted it to be like a certain weight, which is the GSMs, the grams per square meters. So we knew we had these like certain qualities, but finding that, um, that existed that had the right hand feel and then had the right functionality. Cause we're making activewear here. So we needed to have like wicking qualities and to be able to stand up to like sweat if you needed it. But we also wanted it to be soft enough that like, if you really don't want to work out and you just want to sit on your couch and your leggings, it had that same comfort level. So I think that was, um, huge for us for like the quality. Like when we think again of these like great high quality, activewear brands that exist, it's they have really great fabrics that perform and make you feel good. So that was not, would you, so you're saying the hardest part was really just really being picky and waiting until you found the right fabric. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely, I, I think that was definitely one of the hardest parts. Um, and I don't want anyone to, to misunderstand and assume that we just knew what, what to do and how to get that. I mean, we cold called tons of people, um, to find a manufacturer and a development partner who we ended up choosing one in Los Angeles, um, who helped us through that process. But I mean, we, we made lots of errors, you know, before we got to that, um, you know, we really did start with nothing and it took lots of phone calls and conversations first to even find out how we would go and go about doing that. And then once we picked someone in Los Angeles, countless hours and phone calls and emails and zooms with her to understand what we were looking for. You know, I think in tandem with trying to find the right feel of fabric. One thing that I was really disappointed in when I was pregnant is that the only thing I could find was a plain black legging. And Mm -hmm. we all need a black legging, but I wanted something that I felt pretty in too, like that was beautiful and wasn't just black. So in addition to it having to be buttery soft and functional and supportive, we also wanted it to be special. And I think one of the most challenging aspects of that sort of sourcing process was, you know, we did it during COVID. So (laughs) we had started in 2019, but, you know, obviously early in 2020, things changed drastically. So anything that might've taken a week or a few days took significantly longer. Now, are you guys, um, also, is this, um, are you full-time in this company or are you guys kind of retained your previous career? Yeah. So we're both, we both have other things. We're both in consulting as well. So, um, we do lots of, we, we've, we've learned how to balance as much as we can. Do you have any tips for that? I mean, that's your, but you know, a four-year-old, you have a consult consulting career and now you're an owner and 
major entrepreneur in a big hot space. So what are your tips for thinking about balance? Yeah, I mean, like my tips, I would say there are two. The first is give yourself grace. Like if you're expecting perfection each and every day, which I'm a perfectionist and always have, um, you're setting yourself up for failure. So give yourself grace, take a deep breath. And then the second part of it, I think, is setting really realistic expectations. Hillary and I are the best of partners. And I think part of that is relying on each other um, when one of us is busy or the other one pulls more weight and vice versa. And it's just, you know, setting realistic, realistic expectations with yourself and whoever you're working with. Yeah, that makes those such great advice. Um, I know just having the co-founder is such a big deal too. Trying to do something by yourself is so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Hillary, let me see him. Yes. Okay. So I grabbed a, a, several pairs. So this is like a kind of our like fabulous fabric. So it's a foiled fabric. And so I think like exactly what Laura was saying, like just because you're pregnant does not mean you need to be boring. Like, and this is definitely loud. So it might not be for everybody. And this, you can see it has like our signature over the belly panel. So that's, the, that's the, is that the Janie? This is our Janie. Yeah. Okay. So, so the other one panel. has the lower, the lower band, right? Yeah. So yeah. And it, it like, it folds down. So it's foldable. And so then how many, pattern, wait, how many patterns do you have in that? So we have in our Janie, we have five. And we have four color um, colorways in the Cindy. So then the, the Cindy, like here is one of our Cindy leggings. Wow. So again, it's okay. in this like fun, like peppered pink. This and you can see it has the elastic on the side. Wow, very cool design. Gorgeous. This is, wow. I did yeah, not really so, that. Yeah, so like Hillary said, the Cindy legging is actually like Hillary and I both own the Cindy, even yeah. though we're not pregnant, it fits <laughs> the same way as a high-waisted yeah. legging would and the same sort of like positioning on the waistband. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not lost on us at Berkeley that the fourth trimester is a real thing. So um, guys, how, um, <laughs> what's your price point? So we sell for 90, both, both styles retail up for $98. So it's kind of like in line with, you know, what you would get from like an Athleta or Lulu. Um, and I, you know, I think we were talking a little bit about our manufacturing. We are made in the USA and that was like important to us. Cause I think, you know, a lot of times when we find like these cheap maternity products or something, they're made other places and the, you know, the cost of labor and garment workers aren't necessarily being paid fair wages. So it was really important for us to like manufacture and make sure we're like paying the people who are making our clothing a working wage and making sure we're supporting, you know, the local economy. So that, you know, that does factor into our pricing. We understand that, you know, not every person, a $98 legging is definitely an investment. But again, I think it was because of that, our design was really important to make sure both of these styles can be worn the entire pregnancy and beyond that they have that ability that it's not just for this one little period in your life, they can really extend past that. And like we yeah, said, like are, we both wear the Cindy leggings as non-pregnant women right now. That's awesome. They're gorgeous. What do you see as your greatest strength as Berkeley? And what do you see as kind of the next big hurdle that you're going to have to overcome? I mean, I think the, the greatest strength um, is, I mean, as a company, I think is our commitment to empowering women. You know, many of our competitors, maternity is an afterthought. So we have competitors and they do 
produce maternity activewear. For most of them, it's a secondary category of business. Um, for us, it is our 100% focus. You know, we were founded as a maternity line and that is 100% who we are. So I think one of our strengths is you know, our focus on that, you know, when we, try, when we try on the leggings, I mean, exactly where the pockets sit are designed to be the, the, you know, flattering and slimming, but also functional, you know, like we're taking into account all of the ways that a woman's body changes during pregnancy. So I would say that is probably our biggest strength and differentiator. Um, and then where we see ourselves going, and I'd love Hillary to answer too, because she might have a completely different perspective. <laughs> um, we are, you know, we want to change the world, um, the maternity world. I, I like, I, I, I always say when, when we're thinking or talking about Berkeley, like there's nothing mediocre about pregnancy and your clothing shouldn't be either. So we're, you know, working on the next round of products. Um, and you know, our hope is eventually that we can be the destination for all, That's all so types awesome. of maternity activewear. Love that vision. Yeah, we have a ways to go. So I think, you know, especially like having just launched <laughs> yeah. in December, I think it's like right now we're just so focused on like getting the word out and, you know, bu like building the brand up and kind of like preaching to all, all the pregnant women out there or moms to be or people who are dreaming of it and really like telling our story and communicating, you know, the value and differentiation. So we're so excited to be able to talk to you today to help help us along with that part of the journey to get there. And, and what do you think is uh, going to be the biggest hurdle? Any thoughts on that? I do think one of the biggest hurdles is this aspect of like brand building. You know, I think um, having, you know, Lauren worked in retail, she now works in, you know, corporate communications consulting. I do consulting now. Uh, you know, we also have other jobs, but I think you know, what's been so interesting and for me in my retail career is, you know, I've always worked with brands that are established. And I think one of the biggest hurdles is really getting your brand out there and going from like zero to having a presence in the market is incredibly difficult. I think, you know, we have access to all these different tools through social media and paid advertising, Google, and there's all these different levers to pull on. Um, but it's been really... Uh, interesting. We're learning a lot. We're working with people to learn about that. But I think understanding the right mix of how to get that out there, how to get your name out there, how to do PR, how to do all these different things. Like it's, it's a huge hurdle. Cause it's like, we know we have a great product. Like we built it, we've had customers are wearing it. We're getting good feedback. So even though you have the perfect product, getting that into people's like homes and getting them to know about it, I think is a huge challenge. It is hard, Agreed. especially because your audience is, and you know, I deal with this at Mom for Maternity, is the yeah. audience is really pregnant just for nine months, 10 months. Right. right? Yeah. So right. it's like, well, how do you retain that exactly. customer as they, because when you've done all that cost of customer acquisition, yep. Yep. but then they're no longer pregnant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So your lifetime value of a customer yeah. is like different. And so, yeah, it's like you're building a brand. So you're hoping, you know, you're building it. So then she's telling her girlfriend when she's pregnant and it's passing it on. But I think in these initial phases, again, you understand more than anybody because you're in the same yeah. space, but like, I think it's just really building, building up this awareness is, um, it's exciting. We're, we're loving it, but it's, it's a huge, it's a huge hurdle to, you know, get where our goals well, are. Well, there's that. And then I would assume just being in, um, 
and you know, retail, you know, this whole pivot from like in store to direct to consumer, like what are you guys yeah. doing there? What's your mix of like big, big box, boutique, direct to consumer, Amazon, yeah. like put your head out there. I mean, I think for us right now, um, so first of all, we did launch direct to consumer. Um, our plans are hopefully to, you know, expand beyond direct to consumer to do, you know, wholesale and partnership and partnerships and things like that. I think for us right now, probably the big shift to, to direct to consumer has, has probably been beneficial to us um, just, you know, in this moment in time. So, um, you know, I think it's really interesting as Hillary mentioned, like we were both in retail and worked for Neiman Marcus. I too um, worked with major brands and, you know, obviously Neiman Marcus is a, is a department store. So I think the evolution of retail and how it shifted over the last 10 to 15 years is really interesting. Um, and I think that, you know, as we continue to develop as a brand, finding those, um, the right mix of direct to consumer and wholesale will be an important part of our growth strategy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a long game and your product yeah. is gorgeous. And Thank you. your backgrounds, it seems it's, it's definitely a long game. <laughs> yeah, it's a really long game. It it's is. Fun. It's fun. So what final, I just have one final question for, because a lot of the audience here is kind of an entrepreneurial mom, business-minded mom. Um, as co-founders, uh, do you guys divide your areas of responsibility or do you truly kind of do everything together? Yes. And yes. Um, I think, you know, when we came into this and so, you know, Lauren and I obviously were, we have a 15 plus year friendship going into this. So we know each other really well. So I think going into it, we both knew what our strengths were and we have different strengths, which is great. Cause I do think we have complementary skill sets. So there are things that I'm like, that is Lauren a hundred percent. And like, I know and trust her and she has it. So I think coming into it, we were really open and honest with one another about what our strengths were. And we're good at recognizing that. Um, that being said, I feel like every major decision and all the big things we talk through together and even knowing what our strengths are, we kind of like go through, okay, this is our to-do list. These are our priorities. You take this one, you take this one. We come back and review it together. Um, and I think like the other thing that really helped us, like having a co-founder, which I like highly recommend, I can't imagine doing this on my own, but um, is that I think we committed to being like really upfront and honest with each other, because obviously we're not going to agree on everything all the time and we'll have differences of opinion. And so I think we said, you know, we just have to be upfront and honest with each other. And that way we can talk through it and come to a decision. And I think that's been super helpful um, and really helped us be able to evolve and, you know, go through all the, the changes and challenges with production and development and decisions on what the product's going to look and feel like. And I feel like it's been, um, it's been a great journey. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Were you going to say something, Lauren? No, I was just going to second that. Yeah. <laughs> any final words on, uh, to pregnant moms out there or just anyone thinking about starting a business, any final thoughts? I mean, I think go for it. It's scary. I think starting a business is terrifying. I mean, you know, it's like we're inv we invested not only your time, but you're investing capital into it. And there's a lot of risk and there's nothing guaranteed. But um, again, we've both had and continue to have long careers in other realms, but this has been one of the most rewarding things that I've 
done in my professional career is actually building something and the amount of like pride and like, yes, it's a lot of time, but it's fun because it's yours. And like, it's something you find something you're passionate about. I think it's totally worth it. So yeah, um, I would say, um, that don't be discouraged just because you don't know where to start. I think the assumption, and even for us, when we started is that other people knew what to do first. I mean, we started with like a word document and I'm even kidding. So start and just take little steps and create little milestones that are achievable and slowly, but surely it will turn into something. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Where can people thanks find you? Thanks for having us. Yeah, and just yeah thank you. Where can you. They find you? What's the um, so com and it's Berkeley is B-E-R-K-L-E-Y. So berkeleyclothing.com is our website. We're also obviously on social media, Instagram at Berkeley Clothing. We're on Facebook. We're on Pinterest. So definitely All come find us. Yeah, check us out. If you have questions, you know, definitely feel free to reach out. And um, thank you so much, Amy, for yeah, the opportunity. Awesome. We really enjoyed like the conversation. You guys, we'll follow. We'll definitely follow your journey. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Bye. Amy. We appreciate yeah. it. Bye. For more, please visit www.mamthematernity.com.